Hello, everybody, and welcome to and Let's Be Heard for Thursday, May 12th, 2022. I'm Mike Cachopoli. All right, we're heading through the week. We're speeding through this week. It's been a very fast week, it seems to me. It feels like it should be Tuesday, and it's Thursday. Anyway, that's my own thing. Oh, a lot to talk about today, a lot going on, a lot going on. You know, I guess the top thing on my mind is I just saw Biden screaming and yelling about, we live in America, we live in America, you shouldn't have to beg for a box of food here. Now, he, he's yelling and screaming. He did his yelling and screaming for me, because I guess he's yelling at himself. Who exactly was Biden yelling and screaming at? Who was he yelling and screaming at? Were he's talking about, we live in a country where you, what is he talking about? It's his policies that have done this. Democrats control everything. Democrats control everything. And it's absolutely insane that he is, he, he's taking no responsibility for anything. It was bad enough in his speech where he blamed everybody but himself. He blamed Trump. He blamed, oh, this is what we need to talk about. He blamed Trump and he blamed Mega Maga. Was it? Mega Multi Multi Maga. Mega Maga. What is he talking about? Ultra MAGA. That's what it was. Ultra MAGA. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember the, uh, the, the slogan some PR intern came up with at the White House. Ultra MAGA. Is that like really strong condoms? Ultra MAGA condoms for big ones? What is he talking about, Ultra MAGA? And of course, he said it about 25 times. Very obediently, the old man said Ultra MAGA 25 times in his speech. Obviously showing... In, in the most blatant, transparent fashion, that this is their game plan for the next six months. Go back to the past, not back to the future. Go back to the past. What got you 81 million votes? 81 million votes because 80, let's see, out of 81 million votes, we know about 78 million voted against Trump, not for Biden. And so that's what won it. They, Democrat, Biden had nothing to offer in 2020, and he has even less to offer now because of two years of failed policies that have destroyed us. The economy has crashed. The stock market is now crashing. We're out of COVID, and the stock market is crashing. Bitcoin's crashing. My Bitcoin stocks are crashing. So he has no one to blame but himself. So let's go back to the path, the playbook that won the election for them in 2020. The difference being that was before a year and a half of these failed policies. He could actually say Trump's a horrible, I'm going to do better, and 78 million people believed it. But they don't believe it anymore. That's why his approval was 33, not 63. His approval was 63 a year and a half ago. Now it's 33 for a reason. His policies, his failed policies are what's gotten us to this point. That's gotten us here. But of course, they can't admit to that. They can't say we control the White House, we control the House, we control the Senate, we control everything, everything. And, and we're in a, in a world of shit now because of it. We're in a world of shit. And I'd be saying this, and I have said it in the past, if Republicans controlled everything and we're in this current state. But they cannot blame themselves. They have to go back to the past playbook. Ultra, if you if them if Republicans win, we're getting ultra maga. So your policies, your anti maga, is that what you are? Your anti make America great again, I guess. And those policies have worked. The anti make America great policies have worked. Have they worked? 
Of course not. But this is the obvious playbook. So someone in PR, probably like I say, some 22-year-old intern, came up with ultra MAGA and said, just stay, say that in your speech. Starting in this speech for the next six months, you're going to say it. Every Democrat's going to say ultra MAGA. We can't go back to ultra MAGA. Can't go back to ultra MAGA. Can't go back to an economy that works. Can't go back to prosperity. Can't go back to any of that. So he blames MAGA, ultra MAGA, Trump, Putin, COVID, everything but his old ass. Everything but his old shriveled up ass. Sorry for the image. Hopefully no one's listening to this just before bedtime. But this is a pathetic man. It's pathetic. It's pathetic when you take no personal responsibility. And now we just see what happened. Inflation went up even more, even more. As though it could go up higher than 8.5%. Uh, during Ultra MAGA, it was 2.5%. During Ultra MAGA, gas was $2.40 a gallon, not $5 a gallon. So maybe we need Ultra MAGA. Maybe Ultra MAGA is a good thing. Instead of Ultra Anti MAGA, which has gotten us to the place we're in now. But when I see people not being able to take part, this is, every, this is across the board. This is across the board over the last decade for liberals, is that they cannot take personal responsibility for anything. They can't take personal responsibility for getting pregnant, for getting someone pregnant, for the economy crashing, for locking people down and destroying lives and killing more people. They can't take responsibility for anything. For two and a half years of failed mandates, there's no personal responsibility. Everything is blamed on something else. Everything is blamed on something else. But I think it's the lowest of low to blame a leader of a country thousands and thousands and thousands of miles away and to blame a natural airborne virus, nature, for your problems is incredibly pathetic because how we respond to these issues that matter, it's how we respond to these problems, these complexities of life that matter, these curveballs. And how did the Democrats and Joe Biden react to them? Control, control, control. Tell you what to wear. Tell you what kind of medical procedures you must have. Keep you in your house for a year. Destroy your businesses. That's how they responded. They responded that way. It is their fault. A pathetic old man screaming at himself today. Yes, it is pathetic that we live in a country where someone has to beg for food. Yes, it is pathetic that we live in a country where there are homeless camps all over the Democrat-run cities. Yes, it is pathetic that we live in a country where half the drugstores have to close down in Democrat-run cities because of crime. Yes, it is pathetic that you have to worry about getting raped and robbed. It is pathetic that we live in that kind of a country, but that's Biden's America. That's the Democrats' America. It is their America right now. They have controlled everything. And by the way, that game plan, I know when you're talking about a year and a half ago, people, it's like 18,000 years ago in this country. But you'll remember that they were expecting the Democrats to do a lot better in the House and Senate than they did. People were shocked. Remember, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nate Silver had them. Like up by 20, having a 20, 30, 35 seat majority. That was the average. I remember the average was 25 seats they were going to win. They won, they ended up with a five seat majority, not a 25 seat majority. They ended up 50 50 in the Senate, not 52, 53. 
So they did work, even with that playbook, even that anti-MAGA playbook. They did not do very well in Congress. They should have done better. People seem to forget that. And they're going into this November with that, that they didn't even do as, as well as they should have in a year where they won the White House back. So the fact of the matter is when you can't take personal, when you can't take responsibility for being wrong, to me, you're out the door. You no longer matter to me. Anything you say doesn't matter. Anything you say doesn't matter. That's why anything London Breed or the mayor of San Francisco says, Eric Adams, Gavin Newsom, Joe Biden, Kathy Hochul, Justin Trudeau, anything these people say now doesn't matter to me. They are moot to me. They are moot to me. I can't hear you. I can't hear them. I'm in Dubrovnik. That's a line from Rosemary's Baby. But it's true. I'm in Dubrovnik. I can't hear them. I don't hear them anymore. They, whatever they say doesn't matter. They're dishonest. Nothing they say. If they say the sky's blue and I see it's blue, I still don't believe it. I say something has, has to be wrong. I don't trust them anymore. Whatever they say doesn't matter to me. And a lot of people feel the same way. So when Biden blames Putin and Biden blames a virus and Biden blames the guy Asman president in two years and Biden blames ultra MAGA, his PR, his new PR slogan for 2022, it falls on deaf ears. That 33% approval within that comes that people don't trust him, that people don't like him anymore. Okay? That people don't believe he's doing anything right. He can't even get to 50% on any issue. So therefore, when you say something, it doesn't matter. It falls on deaf ears. Only that 33% and dwindling that still like you will believe any of that stuff. So it doesn't matter. You're stuck in neutral. Because no one believes a word you say anymore. And then when you don't even have the courage, because you're a... Oh, God, I hate... You're just an old fool. You don't have the courage. You don't have the courage. Thank you, Uber Eats, for my reminder that I'm a good customer. Anyway, uh, sorry. Uh, you don't have the courage to tell those protesters to get the fuck away from the homes of the Supreme Court justices. That's the next thing I want to talk about here. But... It's against the law what they're doing. You have Democrats lying. All they do is lie and mislead. You have Democrats saying, oh, well, this is the, this is the First Amendment and the Supreme Court has supported this in the past. No, this is against the law. It is against the law to protest in front of a justice, a justice, a home of a justice or a juror or lawyers in a case, whether there's a case going on or not. It's, it, it's illegal. It's illegal for a reason. It's legal to protest in front of the home of Nancy Pelosi. It's legal to protest in front of the home of legislators who you vote for. It is legal to put political pressure on legislators who you vote for and who your tax dollars pay for their salaries. It is not legal to intimidate a justice or lawyers or juries. It's against the law. It's on the books for a reason. That is not part of the First Amendment. Are these Democrats that stupid? And so Joe Biden can simply come out and say, he can even come out and say he doesn't agree with the law, but it's against the law. Of course, you should agree with it because justices 
and juries should not be intimidated, lawyers should not be intimidated. But it's illegal. It's on the books. It's a law. So it would be very easy for Joe Biden to simply say, this is the law, and I'm on the side of the law. But no, he's on the side of the law breakers as long as they're Democrats, as long as they're liberals, just like they were on the side of the lawbreakers in the summer of 2020, when they were breaking every kind of law, when they were looting and destroying buildings and putting businesses on fire and shooting people and killing people and not wearing masks in the heart, in the true heart. I know we hear about middle of, I know a lot of nutty doctors and Democrats like to say middle of the pandemic forever. We're in the middle of the pandemic forever, but we truly were in the middle of the pandemic back then. They were breaking every single law, every single regulation, every single mandate, and yet, oh, the Democrats didn't care. They said, oh, when you're protesting, when you're protesting, you don't have to wear a mask. Protests are okay. The virus doesn't spread around protests. Look, these people are so fucking ridiculous. They're too ridiculous for words. They're too absurd for words. I'm surprised I still have words. I just want to sit here and play that clown music. You know, do, 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 That's what they are. They're a clown show. Maybe I'll do that for a half hour one day. Do you want me to do that? Just play the clown for a half hour? Because that's basically, if this was, a, if I had a video pie, if I was doing a, a show on Fox, that's what I would do. I would just show a half hour, an hour of their shit and just play that clown music under it. Because they're, they're clowns. They're clowns. But they're not funny clowns. They're, they're like those frightening clowns that you want to, that you want to avoid. They terrorize you. And you're nightmares. But these people should be arrested. They should be arrested and booked and thrown in jail. What they're doing is against the law. What they're doing is against the law. It has nothing to do with free speech, nothing to do with the Constitution. If they want to protest in front of Nancy Pelosi's house, fine. If they want to protest in front of Mitch McConnell's house, fine. I'm actually not for that personally, but that's the First Amendment. That's not against the law. If they wanted to make a law about that, I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily back it, but that's what they have to do. There is no law there. So if you're on the left and you want to protest in front of Mitchell McConnell, if you're on the right and you want to protest in front of Nancy Pelosi's house or whatever it may be, you have the right to do that. You do not have the right to protest in front of the Supreme Court Justice House, especially in the middle of the night. First of all, their children have nothing to do with it. Their spouses have nothing to do with it. Their friggin' neighbors have nothing to do with it. If you, if you were one of their neighbors, I don't think you'd like this too much. Okay? And of course, we know we'll play the game Mike likes to play, the what-if book, the shoe-on-the-other-foot game. Come on, please. If this was about the Second Amendment, and it was the left, if it was the right, sorry, protesting in front of Sotomayor's house or Kagan's house, they would go crazy, the left. They would, go, they would call them domestic terrorists. They'd call them insurrectionists. They'd want them to be killed on the spot. You know it. You know it. Imagine if Trump said that. Imagine if this was happening and Trump did not denounce it and he actually urged it on the way Biden's been because Biden and Jen Psaki, who thankfully is gone in, in 36 hours, is, uh, they're, they're condoning it. Instead of saying it's wrong, they're saying we support the First Amendment. This is not the First Amendment, and they know it. We support free, we support, uh, free speech, and we support peaceful protests. This is not part of that. This is against the law. It is against the law. And they're allowed to get away with it because they're the left. That's why they can get away with it, because they are the left, 
and 90% of the media is on the left, and they won't condemn it, and they won't put pressure to stop it. They will condone it. Like that hag Joy Behar, saying now the justice no fear. The justice no fear. The justice is now afraid to come out of their homes. They know what fear, they know what fear feels like, and that's a good thing. This stupid witch. The stupid witch who think this is great for democracy, that you're intimidating and scaring Supreme Court justices. How stupid can you be? How stupid do you have to be on the left to say that stuff? How dumb. And the dumb hags in the audience cheering them on. You've got to be kidding me. So grotesque, so disgusting. And, and the left not even knowing what freedom of speech is. You have another, another schmucky joy, the, the, the asshole joys, the joyless joys of the world. Joy Behar and Joy Reid. You have Joy Reid saying Elon Musk is buying Twitter and his idea of free speech is allowing jerks to say what they want. Uh, dear, honey, sweetheart, that's what free speech is. That's what the First Amendment's all about. Yes, jerks can talk too. Do you know that commercial that's been airing with, with um, Larry David, that funny commercial where he's in, he's part of the, he's writing the Constitution and they say everyone can vote and he says even dumb people and they all cheer? Yes, that's what it's all about. Yes, dumb people can vote and jerks can talk. That's free speech. I guess Joy Reid believes only her jerks can talk. Only jerks on her side. Only jer- only jerky leftists, of which there are many of them, millions of them, can talk. That's free speech. But when, when people who she thinks are jerks on the right, they shouldn't be able to talk. How stupid can you be? I mean, it, she's proof that the First Amendment works and we have one. She's a jerk and she's not allowed to talk. She makes millions at it. She makes billions being a leftist jerk who talks five days a week, and she's allowed to do it. I, I, I don't think she should be able to do it, but, you know, I'm glad that I don't have the say in that. I would like to pull her off the air. But we have a First Amendment here. We have a First Amendment here for a reason, to protect speech that we don't agree with. To protect speech that might be seen as extreme. How did they not get this? To protect speech that might make us feel a little uncomfortable. And you know what? If a jerk speaks on Twitter, you can block the jerk. You cannot see the jerk's tweets. You cannot go on Twitter. But to have that come out of your mouth, how brain dead do you have to be that he only wants to buy Twitter so jerks can talk, so jerks can tweet? How stupid do you have to be, really? How dumb? But hey, they'd rather have, see, they'd rather have a president who runs the economy into the ground. They'd rather have a president that doesn't take personal responsibility for anything than a president that tweets mean. No, he tweets mean. Oh, I'm so uncomfortable when I see his tweets. I'm so uncomfortable. I'm so uncomfortable that he, he gets to express his First Amendment rights. 
makes me so uncomfortable. But it doesn't make me uncomfortable that gas is seven dollars a gallon. No, it doesn't make Joy Reid uncomfortable because she's rich. It doesn't make Rachel Maddow uncomfortable because she's rich. Of course, that doesn't matter to them. Nine percent uh, inflation doesn't matter to them. The gap between four and a half percent raises and nine percent inflation, which means you're losing four and a half percent, that doesn't matter to them. It doesn't matter to them that you can't get baby formula. An absolute disgrace. That doesn't matter to them. It doesn't matter. And if they had little children, they'd go around the system and they'd get it. Especially for them. It doesn't matter to the elites. It doesn't matter to the coastal elites. These are coastal elites. And they don't care that you can't buy baby formula. And they don't care that gas is $7 a gallon. And they don't care that inflation is 9%. And they don't care that Democrats close down half of the businesses in this country. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. Do you know what their direct deposit says every other week? You don't want to know what the direct deposit says every other week, what that stub says every other week. You don't want to know. Well, you can do simple math and you can figure it out. They don't care about you. They don't care. So they can shoot bile out of their mouths every day and it doesn't matter. They could virtue signal every day and it doesn't matter. They can wear their three masks every day. They can wave their Ukrainian flags every day. They can scream, my body, my choice every day. They can talk about ultra MAGA every day because it doesn't really matter to them because everyone else is hurting and it doesn't matter to them. They will never hurt. I mean, how insane has the left gone? How insane has the left gone? Someone has to tell me how, how as a part of this group. How was ever part of this group? I want to know. I want to know. I need, I need a shrink out there to tell me this. How was ever part of this group of, of absolute vile individuals? You have Janet Yellen, another old hag, saying, these words come out of her mouth. These words come out of her mouth. And Tim Scott gave her another chance that abortion makes the economy better. It's a nonsense. It, 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 I can't, you can't even describe how nonsensical that is. And Tim Scott said, I, I want you to get this straight. You just said abortion makes the economy. You should, yeah, basically. And he said, well, but I am from a poor family. She said, poor, she said, poor kids won't, then won't, they, they, poor kids won't be born. And he said, but I'm from a poor family and I'm glad to be here. Look, who, look what happened to me. I'm a senator. First of all, economically, that's so fucking stupid. Since Roe v. Wade, there have been, what, 70, 80 million abortions, something like that. How's the economy doing? Has the economy never lagged during that time? How's the economy doing now? It's so idiotic. There's no, there's no common sense to it. That's why I said about the left. There's no, they have no common sense anymore. There's no common sense. There's something called adoption. That's the whole point. There's something called adoption. If you can't afford the child, first of all, you shouldn't you shouldn't fuck to where you get pregnant, where you don't, you don't protect yourself or don't have the guy protect themselves before you let him insert his dick in you. I'm sorry to get vulgar, but where's the common sense? If you can't afford the child, don't get pregnant. And if it happens to happen, you can put up for adoption. Aborting a child to make the economy better? Are you kidding me?
And of course, there's no correlation. But this is what the Democrats are all about. There is no correlation to anything they say to reality or facts. There was no correlation to masks stopping the spread. There's no correlation to vaccines and stopping the spread. There was no correlation to vaccine mandates and stopping the spread. There was no correlation to vaccine mandates and improved economy. There was no correlation to anything they talk about, any of their mandates. There's no correlation. They just say it. They never prove it. So she says abortion helps the economy. Prove it. Prove. Where's the proof that abortions make the economy better? It doesn't exist. There is no math that proves that. They never have to approve anything they say. They've never had to prove a thing they have said over the last two and a half years. They just say it and they use their power to do it. And that's it. Let me go through my little Twitter feed here for the last five minutes of something else I wanted to talk about, I think. I can't remember exactly what it was. I was going to talk about sports a little bit, but no one wants to hear about sports, right? No one wants to hear about sports for some reason. People think it's frivolous. Is sports, are sports frivolous? A little bit they might be frivolous, but I don't, you know, I, I don't think, I don't think they're that frivolous sports. I think there's a, there's a point to sports. I think if you look at sports in general, we can learn a lot of life lessons in sports, right? We can learn about teamwork. We can learn about never giving up. Working as a team, not as individual. When you work as individual in sports, usually your team loses. When you work as a team, your team has a better chance of winning. So when you're a soloist in sports, your team loses. When you work as a team, they win. So I think we can learn a lot of life lessons from sports. Oh, oh, yes, of course, of course. Sorry, yes. Every Senate Democrat, thank you, Kyle Becker, you reminded me. Every Senate Democrat except one voted to legalize abortion nationwide until the very moment of childbirth. Every Republican senator voted against it. So only Joe Manchin voted against it. So it fails in the Senate 51-49. If Joe Manchin had voted for it, it would have passed in the Senate. I don't think it would pass in the House. Remember, not all the Senate's up for re-election in November. All the House is. But anyway, so every single so every single Democrat except Joe Manchin, every single one, voted to legalize abortion nationwide until the very moment of childbirth, so you can abort the child right before it's born, nine months, nine months. How sick is that? And I'm a, I've been a pro-choice guy, but like I said on a recent show. The extremism, the lack of common sense in the Democrats is making me abandon them on every issue I once believed in. I don't want to be part of this group anymore. I don't want to be part of this thinking anymore. At all. Think about that. And believe me, many of those senators don't believe that. They don't believe a child should be bored, aborted as they're about to come out of the woman's you-know-what. But yet they do this. You know why? They do this because they have to virtue signal. They have to show how anti-ultra MAGA they are. This is all about anti-Trump. This is all about Trump derangement syndrome. Trump derangement syndrome makes you do the most bizarre things because it's a psychological disorder. And psychological disorders make you do things you wouldn't do if you didn't have that disorder, if you could think clearly. 
They want to show those three Trump-appointed justices. They want a virtue signal and show those three Trump-appointed justices what's what. That, yes, I'm going to vote that a, a child should be aborted just as about to come out of the mother. That's legal. Of course, that's murder. It's obvious murder. And so the Democrats want to legalize murder today. Every Democrat except one voted to legalize murder today. Once again, you have to understand where I'm coming from. I'm a pro-choice guy. At least I was. I'm really not sure if I am anymore. Or at least pro- I'm pro-choice for, to a point. To a point. But not until the moment it co- the, the child is birthed. That's fucking insane! It's insane. It's insanity. It's bat crap crazy lunacy. And this is where the Democratic Party is. This is where the liberals are in the year 2022. And they wonder why. Or maybe they don't even wonder anymore. I keep on saying they wonder why they're going to get annihilated in November in six months' time. But I don't think they wonder anymore. I think they know it's going to happen. But they can never admit anything they've ever done is wrong. They can't admit any choices they made in their life are wrong. Anything they've ever believed in is wrong. They can't. Their egos, their ids, whatever it is psychologically, will not allow them to do that. So they'll go down in a blaze of glory, doing it their way. They're all Frank Sinatra. They did it their way. Well, not my way, baby. Not my way anymore. Well, we've talked about a lot today. We've talked about a lot today. And we'll talk about more tomorrow. But just I, I, it, the lack of, once again, the lack of common sense and sanity in the Democratic Party is like nothing I've ever seen before in my life. I just can't believe it's happened. But here it is. It, is, it has happened. And so remember, remember. Well, first, I'm Mike Achopoli. This has been a Let's Be Heard. But more than ever, more than ever, you have to vote Democrats out of office. Please vote them out now. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow.